to which we rich. Off the rip, off the rip. I gamble with my life, I'm cashing in my trips. I put a 30 or a 50 in the clip. So that's a dick or a titty on that bitch. Lately, I've been getting rich. Off the rip, episode four. Back again. Hope you guys are having a good morning, afternoon, or whatever time of day you're listening to this on. Just got back from the gym, drinking a nice little smoothie that D chefed us up. Feels good. Kick off the Monday. We're getting closer and closer to Thanksgiving break, bro. I am excited. Yeah, I mean, ready for break to happen, bro. I need some fucking mental clarity, some shit right now for sure. Same, bro. I hope all you guys that are grinding, school, work, whatever, getting ready for this break. Make sure you get and see your family. I'm excited to see my family for Thanksgiving. It's been a while. I'm excited about it. On good terms, too, because the last time I think you went and saw your fam, you know, it was the funeral for your gramps. So, yeah, at least now it'll be for like an actual good thing. You yeah, know, for sure. Versus like a sad sorrow sort of situation. Yeah, it definitely was a bad situation. But at the same time, like, I feel like funerals make the family, you know, bond a little stronger. And maybe United. even like it makes you realize, too, that, you know, death comes at any time. So it makes you even closer with the family that you still got left. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So, for sure, for sure. And, yeah, let's talk about this weekend, bro, for some sports. Yeah, we'll stick to sports topics for uh, today, for sure. It'll be more of a shorter pod for today. We have, we're have we cooking up a good one for next week. We're going to probably, I'll give you guys a little hint, it'll be like some more conspiracy theory stuff. Oh, yeah. Some big questions. I fucking sent you a video on TikTok about some shit about, uh, it was about the Sphinx. I, oh, I think I know which one you're talking about. Yes, yes. Save that one for next week. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, next yeah. Week the for Great sure. Sphinx. But yeah, uh, next week will probably be uh, conspiracy theories, guys, so keep up for that. But yeah, we just wanted to come on and do a quick little probably 30-minute podcast, talk to you guys about some of the insane sports shit that happened this weekend. Um, me and D actually uh, went and saw the UFC fights. Uh, we went to some of his friends up in Aurora. Shout out to them if they're listening. The hospitality was insane. I I appreciate you guys. We for need sure, to bro. definitely hang out. They're the homies. Point. Yeah, the no, homies. they were really chill, bro. I fucked with all of them. They were all super cool. But yeah, those UFC fights were insane. The Chandler Poirier fight, that one was bloody. It as was fuck. Bro. It was crazy because for a minute there, I thought Poirier was gonna get his fucking ass whooped. For he it. he was looking like he might even lose for a minute there. I'm not even gonna lie. Oh, he buckled together. He got it together and fucking he did. Decided to you know. And his shots job. hurt, bro. Like if you saw the after interviews, like yeah, Chandler's face was messed up. But Poirier seemed like he was chilling. Yeah, it Bl- seemed like he was fine. Like besides like you know the normal bruising and shit. Like he's gonna be fucked up. He took a few shots. You know, it's not like he didn't get hit. Yeah, yeah, but. You know, compared to that other guy, that other dude's nose is definitely fucking snapped. There's some shit, because like, yeah. bro, you're bleeding no matter what. Like, I've had my nose broken. It bleeds. When'd you break your On, nose? Whenever I was a kid. You don't remember that? I feel like I slightly do, but what'd you do? I was playing football in the front yard, bro, and I hit Ace's uh, head with my nose. Oh, you just broke it? Shattered that shit, yeah. There's like even a ridge and shit in there now. I had like a... Uh, Got like, uh, what is that called? The nose job in like eighth grade or not eighth grade. Uh, I was eight years old. So it was like second grade. They like fixed it up. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've never broken a, bo- a bone in my body yet. Really? Thankfully. Thankfully. I but I wasn't much of like a 
you know, broke, sports I, player, athlete by any means. I didn't break any. Oh, the only one I did break being an athlete was my thumb. All the other bones I've broken have been complete and total accidents as a kid. That's fair. Maybe I wasn't adventurous enough as a kid. I mean, I... Bro, I'm not even going <laughs> to lie to you. The first one that I broke was my arm, and it wasn't even by uh, doing anything adventurous or, like, you know, playing outside or anything. It was legit. I was going, and I, you know, you have to get on the fucking counter and get to the top shelf to get, like, the good candies and the good shit. Yeah, yeah. That my parents would always put them up there because they knew we would fucking attack them, dude. So the only person that was big enough to get it was Mike. And while I was already fucking up on the counter, and I was like, Mike, can you please get me a brownie, please? <laughs> and he was like, you know, the cosmic brownies. Yeah, you know, my yeah. parents had stuffed them up on the top. So I was like, please get me a cosmic brownie. Mike was like, okay. So he gets up on the counter, you know, and he's reaching. And he's like, I can't reach. He's like, you're in the way. He's like, scoot over. I was like, so I like nudged over a little bit, like, nudged over a little bit more. And eventually, Mike was like, move over. And then Mike shoved me off the like counter, and I fell and broke my arm. <laughs> <laughs> was your mom pissed? No, no, my mom was not pissed. She was, like, kind of sad for me. My dad was pretty fucking upset. <laughs> At Mike? No, upset that I broke my arm. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, he was though. not, like... Uh, uh, anyway, going back to the fights. I'm sorry, that was kind of a tangent. No, no, you're good. But the main card, bro... I, I mean, can't believe Israel well, Adesanya well, has lost his streak, bro. The other thing, too, I forgot to mention this. Whaley, we all knew she was going to fucking win. She went out there and whooped ass. We all knew. She yep. wasn't even the champion, and she was the favorite mm-hmm. by a lot. And she proved it. Beat her ass pretty quick. Yep. That was that was a pretty good fight, though. Yeah. But, yeah, bro. Israel Adesanya's title reign is over. I'm pissed, bro. How come every time we bet on, like, the guaranteed champ, that's when they decide to lose their fucking insane run? We put all of our money on Usman, and then he gets flying head kick, knocked out. Like the fifth unthink- round too. The they were both fifth round uh, KOs. Final round knockouts. Especially, it sucks too because they were winning the fight, but then they just randomly get fucked up and lose yeah. it all. Same like for Usman. People are saying there's a new curse in the UFC now. What? Because when Uf- when uh, Usman lost, he was one win away from beating Anderson Silva's record. And then with uh, Israel Adesanya, he was about to beat um, Anderson Silva's middleweight record and lost the same way. Both of them lost in the final round while they were up ahead on the scorecards. So they're saying every anyone that gets close to Anderson Silva's, Anderson Silva's uh, records, they're losing in the final round. It's like a, been a repeated process now with Usman and Izzy. Do you think that's actually true? I just think that's coincidence. It's definitely coincidence, but it's definitely interesting. Like, it's a weird statistic that it's, and it's, it's weird that it's happened twice. Yeah. The other thing, too, is you got to think back to, like, when Anderson Silva was, you know, fighting in his prime and in his heyday. There, there wasn't as I'm gonna be competition. I was about to say that. I was like, I'm going to be subjective and say the people back then were not as intense or as good of fighters as they are now in the MMA. Because UFC's blown up so much yeah. more. Dana White's done such a good job of making it like an actual, like, it pulls numbers now. Think, bro, back in the day when UFC used to be on Spike TV. Yeah. And now it's like its own, like, brand. You have to play pay pay-per-view to watch that. That shit all used to be just for free on cable. And 
they were all joke fights. I remember seeing fights where like Kimbo Slice was fighting like a midget <laughs> in that shit, bro. <laughs> like that shit didn't even used to be like legit. <laughs> Kimbo Slice. <laughs> Rest Holy in peace shit. to Kimbo Slice, bro. I fucking forgot about him. He was like featured on Drake and Josh and everything. I was gonna say, remember the Christmas fucking Drake and Josh special with Kimbo Slice? Doesn't he fucking break him out of like jail? <laughs> He's in jail and he just like breaks through the fucking concrete. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Like El Chapo himself. <laughs> Bro, you know what kind of tripped me out is I didn't realize that El Chapo's in Colorado. Yeah, you didn't know that? Like, I didn't realize until I saw a TikTok about it Excuse that he's me. in that super, like, secure prison. Yeah, he's in Florence. Yeah. Crazy. I've played in Florence, too. You've passed the prison, then? Yeah. I passed it one time when I went to buy my my Honda. Oh, really? When I went to buy my oh, Civic. Okay. We, I drove past it, and I was like, what is that over there? My brother's like, oh, it's the prison. I was like, damn, that looks secure. But it, apparently it is. It's the most secure prison in the in the states. I knew, I must have felt his fucking power, bro. Because I remember the one time I played at Florence, I had like four picks in a game. I damn near. I almost fucking returned one too. I damn near. You fucking, almost got a pick six. Yeah, I almost uh, returned one all the way back for a tutty, and then uh, shit. That was that was one of my best games ever. I legit had to carry the fucking team, and we still lost. By a lot. No. Or was it close? You almost had it. Almost had it. Legit, had I returned that fucking thing for a touchdown, we would have won. Damn, bro. But honestly, I'm not going to lie, bro. Israel was getting pieced up when he did get TK. He got fucked up. I didn't realize because, like, in the moment, I was like, like, in moment when we were watching, I was like, oh, it's not that bad. Like, he caught a few shots, and I was like, but then oh, he he's got good. hit it, like, two back to back. After and that, uh, that third uppercut, when it hit him, he was dazed, bro, for sure. Pereira definitely came to fight. It's bad. It's bad when they both are just like, you know, standing and then all of a sudden you just see the fucking hands drop and the eyes close <laughs> and you know it's fucking, it's done. If, if the hands drop and then they get one more hit, it's usually a GG. And it's it just sucks because after the fight, you know, Israel Adesanya and all the interviews, he's going to be like, I was good. I was watching with my head down. Like, no, bro, just, you know, you were getting pieced up and you were about to get knocked the fuck out. Like... Just accept it. It's all good. You'll come back with a vengeance. You know what I think we should do, though, instead of doing that shit? And I think Dana White has the power to do that as, like, the MMA you know, or in the UFC. Sorry, I use MMA and UFC as fucking interchangeables. They're but in MMA is UFC, bro. Yeah. I think they are the same low-key. But anyway, is he should make those fuckers just either you submit or it's fucking a bloodbath. Sorry, these fuckers literally can't come back and be like... Can't complain. He fucking threw the, the towel rest. in, and then, Sawi, I see their fucking faces getting bashed in, and then they're like, yeah, it was pretty fucked up. That would be <laughs> entertaining, bro, but there's safety concerns, because then we'd have fighters being, like, fucking, like, killed in the ring and shit. <laughs> then at that point, we'd be just have to go back to Roman times and just watch fucking gladiators fight to the death. Bro, if we could go back to the Roman times with gladiators, I would totally pay money to go and watch that shit live. Yeah. It'd be so entertaining, bro. It would be. It'd be the ultimate form of sports. Sure. But they can't allow that now, for sure. Be It would be fun, though. If you could time travel back and watch it, I'm sure it would be super tight. But yeah, um, after those interviews, though, Dana White was getting interviewed, bro. And he was talking about like some of the future fights that are coming up. And he's saying that uh, Colby Covington's going to fight Kamzat. Like, they're working on it. So that really? fight will be pimped. I, I would if that fight isn't, goes down, um, I would hope that Colby. Who's the heavyweight champion? Francis Ngannou. Oh yeah, isn't isn't who's he fighting next? Dana confirmed that next year when John Jones comes back, he's gonna f- try and fight Ngannou. 
That is my dream UFC fight to watch that's coming up, bro. Do you think he can beat him? John Bones Jones versus Francis Ngannou? Yeah. Oh, God. I don't know, bro. Because John Jones is kind of old. John Jones is old, and he hasn't fought in so long. But he's the GOAT. He's the best of the best in the UFC. He's Bones Jones. If if John Jones comes back and fights Francis Ngannou, I would I would probably bet on John Jones. But if we're talking like logically, in terms of like skill and how Ngannou's like in his prime and he's the champ, he might have the upper hand. But anything to see John Jones comes what's back, a, come back, I would be down to watch. What are the heavyweights walk? What are their what's their weigh in? Do you know? I'm not too sure. Let me look it up. UFC. Because I'm looking up John Jones right now and. Currently, bro, he's walking around at like 255. He's a big boy. Oh, he's massive, bro. And then like his cut weight is like... Yeah, it says 206 to 265. Yeah, his weight right now is 255. He's a big dude. How big is Francis? Francis is a big dude, bro. And he has the world record for the hardest punch. Like he literally has the strongest like punch <laughs> that there is. I'm pretty sure the PSI on it is like insane he's big bro he like looks like a he looks like a black brock lesnar for sure like that size you know how brock's got that fucking uh like that turtle shell type of look to him just like massive just like a boulder the other thing too bro is he's got a massive chest plate his fucking pecs are humongous holy shit they're massive bro and he's strong bro wasn't he the guy that fucking hit the dude from jackass in the fucking nuts yep they brought francis and ganu to punch him in the balls (laughs) it was holy shit i just remember him being like oh my testicle it's fucking broken but bro we're starting to see a trend where the champ, these champions are losing because Usman lost first, and now Izzy lost. So if Francis Ngannou fights Bones Jones, he'll probably lose the belt too. Those three are like the big mains, and they've all wasn't lost. it because they were all from like Africa or something like that? I think they're all from um, Brazil. Really? I think so. I I don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure they're all from. Wow, Brazil. I have no idea. But I just remember like somebody somebody mentioned it that night too at uh, Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Now, like they're all part of something. Yeah, that's, that's why right. they're all so close. Is because they're all the champs and they're all from the same place. So they like all respect each other, like in their own like divisions. Damn, it's crazy. Back to how you're saying that NFL was a close game. That Bills game and Vikings game has to be NFL game of the year, bro. That shit was insane. That last fourth quarter, I didn't. That was an example of an NFL game, bro, where you don't know who wins the game until that clock is done, bro. It's because I thought both Josh of the Allen, teams. Josh Allen is getting to the point to where it's he's becoming like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, to where if you leave fucking twenty two seconds up on there, it's too much. You got to leave fucking five seconds and pray that he doesn't throw up a hail mary and make it. To bro, the he got them on the field goal range so fast in that last fourth. That was insane. I will say though, the fact that. The ball was, like, dropped by that. That's the one thing I will say. Even the refs looking at the tape now are like, yeah, that was fucked up. We missed that. Yeah. That was our fuck up. They should have lost earlier, but in the heat of the moment, it happens, I guess. But I'm glad they didn't because it made the game way more entertaining, bro. Low key. That that stop at, like, for, like what was it? Fourth and inches when the, the Bills did that defensive stop right at the edge of the TD. Yeah. That was such a good stop. And then right after he gets sacked. Fumbled. In the, <laughs> sacked and then. I don't know, understand uh, that because if 
if I'm the Bills coach, I'm not even taking that chance of like you said the shotgun. Huh? I would have just put it. I would have just been in the shotgun, and I would have probably tried to run something else. Yeah. Literally, because at least that at that point, you have the option to just take the was it the safety, and you're still up by two points. Yes. So I'm like that was bad coaching. You like it, like you said when we were watching it. Yeah, that, well, that he could have. I know the fucking Bills have a good like little short play to gain three yards. It's all you need, and then you can go under center, mm-hmm. you know. But no, they really should have started in shotgun, take him back, and let Josh Allen do his fucking thing. Yeah, and he would have been good. People are saying that Jefferson catch was insane, bro. They're comparing it to Odell's catch. Nothing will ever compare. No, that because that's the one that that's the trendsetter. Yeah, that's the goat. That's the OG. But that catch was the other thing too. Is Odell really makes good. that catch and he gets a touchdown. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's definitely the best one, but that catch is up there for like, it's up there in catches definitely oh, in for NFL sure. history. That was an amazing catch on Jefferson's end, for sure. Yeah, and then the Vikings ended up closing it out in OT, and then Josh Allen threw an interception like in the end zone at the very end. Weird, huh? He's been doing that a lot lately. Yeah, he where did like that. he gets he... into like key spots and then at throws the end... an int. Yeah, it's like. Are you okay? Like I, I know you're. Better I think than he gets this. flustered because it's like the end of the game and the nerves are real high. But hopefully he learns that down. But that I crazy. I don't mind the Bills winning the Super Bowl. I know the Bears aren't going to do shit this year, so I don't mind watching and hoping that the Bills win the Super Bowl. I'm always hopeful that my Chargers will do well, but it's always bleak. <laughs> it's always like hopeful and like people will hype it up and be like they're going to the Super Bowl this year. They're it's a GG, and then it never happens. We're just going to always just be hopeful fans, and maybe one day we'll catch a break. The other thing, too, is that like you guys have had an injured wide receiver core for a while. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, what the fuck's wrong? Like, you guys started the season injured. You're ending the season injured. There's so many injured. Like, I remember the second week, I just get all those NFL notifications on my phone. And it's like, 17 players injured on the Chargers. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing to get injured that much? Makes no sense. I'm like, you might as well not even play preseason, because it seems like that's part of the problem. That Juju hit you sent me, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. He got his set rocked, bro. I hope he's okay. That was a hard helmet hit, that was, bro. It's crazy, <laughs> though, bro, because back in the day, they would have been like, damn, that sucks, pussy-ass bitch. And then they would have just kept walking. Legit. And they would have carted that guy off, and he probably would have come back in like about maybe like 10 minutes later and played. And actually, recently, just even tonight at the gym, the rain's over. No more undefeated Eagles. Lost to the Commanders, bro. What a shitty team to lose to. Right? And in your own division, too. If you're going to lose to a team, it better be the Bills or, like, the Vikings or something like that. But you lost to the Commanders, a team you'd already beaten. So I, I know that they're definitely sad about that one for sure, that the streak's done. But we'll see. That's for the better, though, because then you don't have that added pressure of trying to be undefeated and go and win a Super Bowl. Like, now you just have to worry about playing good football. Yeah. Not that they weren't before, but it was more so like... Now they don't have that need... pressure, though. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? Because like, they're always oh. like, oh, they better keep the streak or they're going to lose it. Now it's like done with and they can just focus on like, you know, looking at the core game itself. I agree. But like I was saying, though, like when we were looking at this, I will give the Vikings credit, but they definitely have... Like... Their roadmap was a lot different, bro. All the roadmaps are... They define the 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 series for sure. Yeah, so like the Eagles road to eight and zero, 
They beat the Lions, one of the, always one of the worst teams in the NFL. They did beat Kirk Cousins, but it's in primetime. Primetime, Vikings, you know. Kirk Cousins doesn't do well on fucking primetime. Yeah. They beat the Commanders. Come on, guys. The fucking Jags. They beat the Cardinals. Cardinals are pretty trash this year. They beat Cooper Rush and the fucking <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Come on. Like, they, another bad team that they played is the fucking Steelers. Beat the Steelers, so that's trash. And then they struggled against the Texans and barely beat them. And the Texans have one fucking win. So, you're if you're telling me about 60 or 70% of your schedule is all shitty teams and you're struggling to beat them, yeah, I would expect you to be 8-0. Yeah. I was having this conversation with my brother, bro. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Out of all the franchises, who do you think has the most loyal fan base? I said either – I think the Broncos are up there for a pretty loyal fan base, honestly. I think the Packers are up there. I was about to say – The Cowboys are... would probably be who I'd say have the most loyal fan base, though. Honestly, though, the Browns, bro. If you're a fucking Browns fan <laughs> – you have been loyal for years. My mom's boyfriend is a day one Browns fan, and I have so much respect for him, bro, because he's never shifted. Ever. He's always been loyal to his Browns, and I have so much respect for that man for staying loyal. Or if you're a Detroit Lions fan. Yeah. Their defense is literally horrible, bro. It is so bad. They do have a good... Uh, he's an Ed Rush guy. I know, because they just fucking played him, and he kicked ass. Sacked Justin Fields, like, twice. In fantasy, or what? No, 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 no. Not in the game, for the Lions. I don't remember his name, but he's fucking killer. 97. I know that's his number. I but don't know. he's a baller. I'm not going to lie. He's a fucking baller, and he whooped our ass. Okay. Resp- Justin Fields, though, is... If he had a good O-line, bro, it would be a whole People, different story, bro. Because Justin Fields is really good. It's funny, because everybody's like... Justin Fields kind of reminds me of somebody. And they're making all these comparisons to Michael Vick. And it's crazy because Michael the rush Vick... yards was, are there, bro. It's a valid comparison. It was funny, though, because everyone's like, Michael Vick was in the prime. And then his prime got cut short because he was fucking dogfighting. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if uh, Justin Fields can extend that prime era, like, we, like uh, everybody's talking about, then the Bears could actually have a fucking shot at, like, being contenders. No, they definitely could be a good team. It's just they need that O line. They need like the O line, bro. It's it's just not good enough. Justin Fields literally, as soon as he gets the ball, he has approximately two point three milliseconds to throw that shit or run for his life because that O line is just demolished in a second. I agree. It's yeah, but because like they now have they have like wide sure. receiver core and stuff. They also need to beef up the defense again. But again, we have some of them. We have we're like a more filled in our picks this year. Yeah. We also have the most salary space, That's salary true. cap. I, I think I think it's gonna build up. I think your Bears do have a shot in a few years, though. Like with all the all the cards they have it in their hand, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right now, bro, what we should do though is we can look back on it later. Is we should actually predict who we think will win the Super Bowl this year. Like truly, who do you like? I think the Bills like will do it, but who would you like say is like just your bet if you had to put like a prediction? Let me look up the. Let me go to the NFL app and let me look up uh, who's doing well right now. Cause it honestly, the NFL is so fucking crazy that you could be number one and then play number six and get your ass whooped. 
I feel like it's just hard to count Tom Brady out, bro, because like we were saying in the gym, playoff Tom Brady is just a different breed. He has just the most experience. He's been to the Super Bowl more than like any franchise, literally. Yeah. Um. So. Ooh. What? I what? forgot. Bro. The fucking AFC East is on fire. They have the Miami Dolphins, the Jets, and the Bills in there. And the Bills are in third place in the division. And we consider them the best fucking team. That's what I'm saying. It's like, There's a lot of really good teams. The Ravens. Uh, it looks like the Bengals might make it. The Jets are going to the playoffs for the first time in how long, bro? Since we were like born? A while. I, I actually don't know. That's I don't insane. Know that the Chargers. Your Chargers might actually make it into the playoffs. They always do, and then they fucking choke. <laughs> the Chiefs are seven and two, so you can't count them out. Obviously, the Eagles, the Giants. I forgot are seven and two. Wow, dude, there are some great teams. Yeah, the Vikings are going. So, the Bucks. The NFC South is kind of shit right now. The Saints, Panthers. And the Falcons are all within a game of each other. Meh. Yeah, the Ram- the Rams, the defending champs, are 3-6. and six. That's crazy to me. Makes sense. Are oh, you think they'll make the playoffs? No, fuck no, they're not. But that makes sense because they built that team for one year. That's and it true. shows because they paid a fuck ton of money for a ton of players. And then once all those key players, their contracts are up and they're like, well, dude, I got to fucking go somewhere. Yeah, you got to pay up the same amount. Look, Bob Miller's leaving. not there. Any None of those guys. Yep. Bro, Aaron Donald does not make the whole fucking team. And that's true because back when they first got him and he was still kicking ass, they couldn't do it. So, he's still really good, though. Yeah, he's still really good. That's not but, taking but, away from but him. But the thing with football is it's not a one-man team. Yep. You need you need everyone to be working cohesively for that to work. Bro, people still think the 49ers could win the Super Bowl. Everyone always keeps them in there. They're never counted out, I feel like. You know what? I'm going to go on a fucking wild hair, and I just... To win the Super Bowl, I definitely think it's an AFC team mm-hmm. for sure. They're just a tougher, uh, tougher conference, dude. You know who I'm gonna choose just on a fucking whirlwind that they might do it. Wahoo! The fucking Jets. Okay, I like that pick, bro. Exactly. If, the, if, if the Jets won the Super Bowl, bro, that would be insane. New York would go crazy. Yes. All right, lock that. I'm I'm gonna go the Bills though. I'm gonna do the safe pick. That's a safe pick. I do think that the Jets have a great chance at doing it. That would be insane. I'd be I'd be happy for them honestly. Imagine not going to the playoffs in that long and then winning the Super Bowl when you do. That would be like a comeback story. That's insane. Or like how I was saying, like the Dolphins haven't done this well since Tom Brady was a rookie, bro. Yeah. Their record right now hasn't been this record since Tom Brady was a rookie. Since we were, like, literally born. That's insane. Actually insane. Uh, Swapping to some, like, news stuff that I saw that I I wanted to, like, talk to you about. Did you see that, like, over 15,000 protesters are sentenced to death in Iran, bro? What? Yeah. For what? So there was, like, um... It's called Bloody Friday, and I guess a bunch of these protesters were just protesting in Iran, and the government arrested all 15,000 of them, and they're sentenced to death right now. So, This is what the fuck people have a problem and with. And that's bro. why I hate when people say, like, oh, I hate America. I'm I'm leaving. Like, 
I don't think people realize how Thank good you. they have it in America. You're going to wake up in a bed and you can just literally walk out of your room and get a glass of water and f- you have food readily available to you. People don't take advantage of you can get the on your fucking bone and complain about whatever the fuck you want if you wanted to post 15 stories about like fuck the government fuck all this shit you can do that yeah you can get two microphones and a computer and start a fucking podcast if you wanted to we're doing it right now like people don't realize like i hate when people complain about like america when they don't realize how horrible it is in other places these people are literally just protesting the same way we do in america but these people don't just get disper- disbanded with, you know, SWAT teams or whatever, like broken up. They're getting sentenced to death. They're going to lose their life for trying to fight for what they believe in. And that's the problem, bro, is that people, because we live in such a non-impoverished country, mm-hmm. you know, we're so well-developed, we're uh, desensitized to the fact that other countries actually are in major control. Yes, they control the people. Like the government, bro, has so much control on like those people to where they will sentence you to fucking death here. You know, while the government has a ton of control, the people still have a a lot to where it's like, this is my first amendment. Right. And the government's like, fuck these old bitches for fucking putting that shit in the fucking constitution. No, At the end of the day, we have those rights, bro. And they can't take those from us. These people literally are going to lose their right to live the right to happiness the right to the pursuit of happiness just because they tried to speak out on what they believe in. I just wanted to bring that up because I feel like I haven't seen people talking about this. And I, I saw feel like it's a lot – it's kind of big news. Like we see a bunch of news about stuff that doesn't matter, like celebrities breaking up with other celebrities. But these are literally 15,000 people, innocent people that are going to be killed for fighting what they believe in. And I feel like it should be shed a lot of light on. It's kind of crazy. No, I agree. I just want that to be like a fucking like key point though is that bro everybody thinks they have it so fucking bad here in America and that America's so shit. I saw another video today where this guy was talking he was came from Cuba mm-hmm. and he was fucking uh looking at his paycheck and he was talking about it and he's like honestly this is the first fucking paycheck that I've ever gotten in my entire life where I felt like every hour that I worked counted and I actually got money. Because he got, like, his thing, and he went to go look at the taxes and saw that there was fucking $300 taken out instead of, you know, communist Cuba, where they were taking more than three quarters of it. And this dude was legit about to cry. He's like, he's like, oh, my God, like, I love America so much. He's like, this is amazing. Yet then you hear all these fuckers say, oh, I want communistic shit. I going to work. I don't want to go and do this. There's people literally crying tears that they have the opportunity to even work. And then there's people that are like, oh, I hate work. I hate America. I can't wait to leave leave the country. I hate this place. Please don't take what you have for granted. Like, we are very lucky to be living in the United States of America. Like, Very fortunate. Very fortunate to be born and grown up and have this, you know, prosperous country to grow up in. Mm-hmm. Dude, there's no way. A lot of the shit that happens in America cannot happen anywhere else but America. And all the people that are like, the American dream is shit. Actually, motherfucker, if you go and ask someone else what the American dream is, they'd be like, honestly, I've been trying to get to America for fucking a million years now. That is And I'd love to swap your spot. Yeah, people don't take what they have for granted. And it does bug me. So I did want to bring that to light. No, I agree. For sure. Um, In other news, though, I wanted to say, uh, did you see how uh, 
you know that song Sunflower with Post Malone and Oh, Ray yeah, Summer? it went 17 times platinum, right? 17 times platinum, bro. It's the highest certified single in the United States history. That song is a bop, though. Like, there's no way that song comes on and you, like, don't like it. Well-deserved. I love that song, bro. Everyone does. Clearly, yeah. it's 17 times fucking platinum. <laughs> or the other thing I was going to bring up, too. Um, did you see how Pete Davidson is dating Emily uh, Rotaj Kowski or whatever that supermodel is? That dude with the fucking huge cock, bro. <laughs> bro he's definitely... People, he are even saying, said, people are saying his stat record is insane. Like, what is... Who's he's been with what? He went from Ariana Grande to Kim K to now Emily... Emily? Yeah. Kowski? Whatever the fuck her name is. <laughs> yeah, legit. <laughs> but, bro, I saw this meme and it made me laugh. It, it says Pete Davidson within a week after he arrives in heaven. Is it, it the Thanos thing? No, it, oh, sh- no, 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 it no. shows him with Marilyn Monroe. Oh, what a G. <laughs> what a G. I just thought that shit was so funny, bro. I don't, like... I guess Pete Davidson is kind of like the catch because he's, like, funny and he has the, you know, the big schlong. So, I guess that's really all you need to pull all of these chicks of course he ne- like he pulls them fucks them but then they're all like eventually like you're fucking weird and leave him they do always kind of leave huh yeah so none of them actually like mount to any good relationship but in reality you know he does fuck some of he the still he still bags them yeah still beat though <laughs> yeah this is fair another thing is how you were saying how mr beast now has the most youtube subscribers passing up pewdiepie Obviously, T series doesn't count. We don't we don't like T series, but <laughs> American YouTubers like Mr. Beast passed up PewDiePie so quick, bro. Yeah, the PewDiePie other PewDiePie had been working on that channel since he was young, bro. But is he like a is that his main channel? No, that's his main. That's just like his main channel. Right? If we're including all of his channels, where he has them say, in other languages, yeah. he has like. Yeah, I was about to insane say insane numbers, bro. Mr. Beast is the king of YouTube. I think we can agree. Yeah. He's the number no one makes better content, no one makes more entertaining content, and he has it down to a T. He knows how to clickbait you perfectly. And it's not even clickbait because he actually does what he says in the video. It's just they're so insane that you wouldn't think it's real. And his thumbnails are insane. And he's so smart. The way how he was able to th- come up with the idea of just having people voice over his videos in different languages to apply to that entirely different demographic other than American the American audience. That's the smartest Smart. thing I've ever heard of, bro. Because I think like a ton of other communities besides of um besides America or besides like North Korea, I'm sorry. And like places where they actually ban the internet uh allow for like YouTube to be a thing. Yeah. So, the fact that he's able to just put it in their thing like in their language makes it very accessible. And he said now so people in those countries know him. So like when he goes and travels to them, they like he's a celebrity there too. He's like he's big in all parts of the world now. So he definitely figured out the algorithm. He knows how to work it and it's honestly well deserved. I definitely knew he'd pass up PewDiePie pretty quick, but I didn't think it'd be this fast. That's insane. Me either. It's actually insane. But yeah, guys, we just, you know, wanted to do a quick little pod with you on that, talk about a bit of, little bit of news, some of the sports events that went down. Like we said, though, next week we're going to be coming back, though, with a with a longer one, a big banger. Some conspiracy theory stuff, talk about some stuff we find interesting, some crazy, like, really deep thinking questions, stuff like that. So, yeah, we just wanted to talk to you guys, be consistent, 
get this pot out for you guys have so you have something to listen to and yeah do you have anything else you wanted to add no not really man uh guys Keep go grinding out. guys yeah we're, we're close to thanksgiving close to the end of the semester Keep going hard. Keep balling. Keep being absolute academic weapons. Um, overall, just continue to be good people. Uh, yeah, we do want to thank you guys for listening. We know we've a lot of people keep you know giving some positive feedback to us, so it's really encouraging. It makes me want to record this even more than I already did. So I do want to thank all of, all of you guys that are repeat listeners and you know giving us a listen. It really does mean a lot. Yeah, for sure. And if you guys like the show, please share it. I mean, we're just trying to build the uh, people who download this and people who listen to this more and more and more just because we, you know, enjoy, we enjoy doing it. You know, we want to be able to continue doing this for you guys for a long time. And oh, shit. Excuse me. Get the burpees out. <laughs> yeah, bro. I fucking drank that whole protein shake. But I slap half. Anyway, uh, we hope you guys have a good one. Appreciate you guys listening and always being loyal listeners and loyal followers of us. Uh, go on. We're on Instagram now too, so go follow us on Off the Rip Podcast. All underscores in between. Yep. Go follow us there. You can also follow us on our own socials as well. Mike underscore Nike twenty one, and then Delmar underscore. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's nineteen. But yeah, it's pretty much it. Or or fifty two. I'm pretty sure. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, Delmar underscore fifty two. But yeah, uh, if you guys have anything else you want us to talk about. Feel free to, you know, hit Make us up in the DMs for sure. Hit us up in the DMs at the uh, Off The Rip Podcast. Off The Rip Podcast. That's where we'll be at. You can also email stuff in too. It's the same email as the as, as the Instagram name. But yeah, if you guys have anything you want to listen to, want to hear us talk about, feel free. Uh, we're always here, open, ready to talk about some dumb shit. So... Yeah, anyway, we appreciate you guys, and I hope you guys have a good one. Okay, we're probably going to end this now. Yep, we'll be back. Uh, We'll give you a nice long episode before Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. Off the rip. Let's go. There ain't no place like home.